0: But I would suggest keep practicing, just really just try a little and if you hate something the next thing you might like do, you might fall in love with it, you know.
1: Welcome to Peak Pyrography, the wood burning podcast where pyrographers and creators come together to talk all things wood burning. I'm your host Justine Fetty. I first picked up my tool in 2020 and I haven't put it down since. From artistry to process, tools and tricks, on this podcast we share favorite pieces, what we've learned, and how wood burning gets us fired up. So grab your burner and your headphones, let's get burning. Hello you wonderful wood burners of the world, thanks for tuning in today. If you've been loving the podcast, a couple ways you can support the show, you can grab some merch on peak-pyro.com slash merch, or you can join our newsletter, you can find the link to that on peak-pyro.com um or send me a message shoot me an uh, instagram message or tag me in a post just let me know what you've enjoyed and what you're looking forward to next on the podcast it really brightens my day to hear from you and to hear your thoughts on it and if you need something to spark your creativity this week the word is luck if when you make something with that prompt, use hashtag PeakPyroSpark and tag me at PeakPyroPodcast Podcast for a chance to be featured in my stories. This is open to any and all mediums. Again, the spark for this week is luck. What will you create with that? And again, open to all mediums, just like today's guests. Melanie Olson of Wild Earth Artwork plays with just about every type of art that there is. And she's one incredible human being. Her energy is so apparent and infectious. And she's got a special discount code for you. Use code PEAKPYRO15 for 15% off everything on her Etsy. Melanie was incredible and amazing to talk to. But back when we recorded in August, it was hot. And I thought I'd be sneaky and turn on a fan. Well, it turns out that our mics that we record with are a little bit... uh, better than that and they you can hear the fan through the whole episode sorry about that and now without any further ado here's the fan and melanie olson (laughs) hi melanie welcome on peak pyrography
0: hi so happy to be here
1: how's it going today
0: hot and i'm having a good time
1: it it is hot and you are in Colorado right
0: yeah northern Colorado where it rained for the last forever and now it just got 90 degrees today so that was a lot of fun real muggy
1: sitting here in Colorado you're like okay I'm I never know what to expect
0: that's right you wake up and just roll with it
1: yeah now Melanie uh, give us your handles real quick where can people find you online
0: um, I'm Wild Earth Artwork on Facebook and on Instagram. There's periods in between the words, uh, just for, to make it more easy to find me, I guess. Um, and I'm on Etsy, and that's pretty TikTok. Uh, I just do a little tutorial videos and things like that. But yeah, look around and see if you're into what I do.
1: Yeah, and and I can't imagine that people won't be.
0: Oh wow, it's an eclectic amount of things.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and you are offering a discount for listeners of the show.
0: Definitely. If you're viewing and you're into anything, stickers, prints, I'm going to have it all on sale, jewelry, uh, 15% off.
1: So use code, code PeakPyro15 yeah. for 15% Definitely. off everything.
0: Definitely. For the Perfect. end of the year, a while, even um, holiday gifts.
1: Yes, there we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how did you get started in wood burning and Arts, maybe maybe arts in general, and then we can get down to wood burning.
0: Yeah, um, I was actually talking to my mom about doing this interview, and she said,
1: "Make sure you mention
0: the puffy paint." <laughs> and it's embarrassing, but I puffy painted everything as a child. My sister's fans, you know, silly. Oh yeah. Like that, my mirrors, you know, with who I loved that week, um, which is still like permanently stained the mirror in my mom's room now um so it's kind of nostalgic to see that but uh from a really young age I really just liked playing around with like flowers and I would be like a chef in the yard making like little dishes with like leaves and twigs like little weirdo you know um so then I loved it in high school dabbled a little bit had a really cool art teacher that like pushed me to uh, pursue it and went to college for nursing. Immediately dropped out um, because I'm so empathetic and would cry about everything. Um, oh, so sure. I'll jump to art. Yeah. So started in college, and wood burning actually happened um, maybe like seven years ago. I got a Versa tool, um, much like everyone else. That's yeah. wood burning, right? It well, is a on. good starter. It really is. And I gifted it to a friend recently and said, I hope you use this. And she's like, I'm definitely gonna, but I haven't seen anything yet. So maybe this pushes her a little bit. Um, But yeah, it was a couple, probably like six years ago, I started wood burning and, and I honestly fell in love with it. And that's been like my medium of choice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you, you still, I mean, you started with the puffy paint, but you, (laughs) and, and what child of the nineties did not.
0: Exactly, it was a staple.
1: <laughs> but yeah. you started there, and then what were you studying in college?
0: Um, I was actually uh, emphasizing in ceramics, um, and I'm so really another
1: physical f- medium.
0: Yes, exactly, um, and painting, um, and and I was mostly an oil painter, uh, and now it's acrylic because of my job, which is another whole issue um but yeah I really love textures so being able to create with my hands and feel on the you know pottery was really cool um and then when I left college I kind of stopped making art for a few years and and then when I moved out to Colorado in um 2017 it just kind of lifted back up again it's like the nature around here was my muse you know
1: yeah it it's certainly really inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then what, what keeps, you said that wood burning is kind of your favorite medium at this point. What keeps you coming back to that?
0: Um, so I get inspired by like random stuff I see, but if it's just like, you know, a flower on the ground, I'll be like, oh, that would be really cool contrast with Wood burning. I'm doing that. So instead of painting, where I was comfortable, I jumped to wanting to burn it physically.
1: <laughs> That's cool. And yeah. so, so do you take a picture of it with your phone and then upload it to an app? Do you? How do you, how do you get it from that flower on the ground to something on the wood?
0: So I'll take reference photos wherever I go um, if I'm inspired. But I also really like to find images online. Um, and, and I will never copy another artist's work because it's like huge faux pas, you know,
1: yeah, but make um, sure you're giving I, credit and Oh. getting be, permission
0: for sure. And I, I actually, uh, love being inspired by certain artists. Um, but really it's just, uh, reference photos and merging them together in my mind and then drawing it out for what I think would look good. So it's really just like a, a whole brain thing
1: that yeah.
0: just twists it and turns it, and then you manipulate it with a pencil. Yeah.
1: That's so impressive to me because manipulating it with a pencil is not a thing that I've ever been comfortable with. Yeah. But that it's, you can see a couple of different pictures and put them together.
0: Yeah, it's hard at first because, you know, collaging is just like, could be really bold and kind of ugly if if you don't do it in a way that, you know, works together with each other. Um, but I would suggest keep practicing. Just really just try a little. And if you hate something, the next thing you might like do, you might fall in love with it, you know?
1: Yeah. Keep trying. I mean, That's great advice for anything. Literally. (laughs) Just keep trying. Keep, keep giving it a go.
0: Keep on keeping on. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, what where did wild earth artwork come from has that always been your name yeah what um, made you pick that
0: I've never had like an art name before and um trying you know having a social media handle was like at first it was art by Mel Bell which was like my nickname from a cousin like when I was 10 um and then I'm like I actually like want to make this a thing like a career so um and I'm just inspired by everything earthy, um, nature in general, as a whole, fully. Um, and I'll branch out every now and then to do something else weird. Um, but in general, it's it's the earth that inspires me fully. Yeah,
1: Yeah. well, and the wild fits in so well with all the different things that you do. I mean, you've got wood burning, you've got macrame, you've got... Uh, I don't know. Every picture yeah. seems like a different art form.
0: It is. It, it is, and um, I feel like that's why um, I can't get a handle on social media, because I'm always like, "This is what I'm doing today. Look at how cute it is," and then somebody's like, "Oh, what is that? I didn't follow you for that." But like the people that dig what I put out there and stick around, I really appreciate. I think I've got like 996 awesome Just people that are four stuck more. Up more. I'm going to do a giveaway. I love doing that.
1: Yeah. Those... <laughs> those are fun. Yeah. Um, what, what's a favorite piece that you've done so far?
0: Oh, um, I actually have it next to me. Um, and I, I thought long and hard about this and I wanted to use like a picture of something, but then I was like, I have this piece that's just radical to me.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, holding it up is so much fun too. Yeah. That's, true uh, th- that's why this is, that's why this is a video podcast too. So that's if anyone's nice. not list not tuning in on YouTube, make sure you come find us, find out, find us here and you can see this piece from Melanie. Yeah,
0: please do. Um, and look into it more. This was, um, Oh I- my
1: gosh. Yes. Yeah. I remember this piece.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. So it's giant, right?
1: It um, is.
0: Yeah. So I think, um, the tag words were something like experiment and, um,
1: experimental wonderland
0: experimental wonderland yes that's exactly what it was and um this is my utopia so it's like a planty victorian greenhouse with like um metal oh, yeah used for the framing on the you know house or the little greenhouse so i i just i could not stop and like all the details in every little and thing all those
1: different colors
0: yeah, and I went a little crazy with it with the stained glass windows. But like, once you're there and you're you're like at the point of no return, and you're just once like once you're in it, you're
1: just gonna keep going.
0: I'm just gonna ride this out and see what happens. And actually I got a lot of good feedback, so I was really happy with it. And now it stays in my bathroom, and I don't want to give it away.
1: Yeah, there, uh, there's not a price yet. Haven't found exactly. the right price for it yet. I
0: haven't found the right price, but I'm open to offers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep and when they give that offer then you bump it up a little bit higher and you say right. oh I couldn't let it go for that Let, how about
0: yeah right exactly and if they really you hit that... like it you know it's theirs
1: yeah till you yeah. hit that price that you're like jumping up and down because you're so excited about
0: and I go oh really like wow and then I tell my husband somebody really likes this piece and they're gonna buy this buy it for this and he's like yeah I told you <laughs> like you already I, uh, yeah he knows he's so proud of me he's like my number one fan so um, uh, a supportive partner
1: say. is incredible
0: and I'm not used to that because he's very like opposite me so he's he's got like a touch of OCD you know and he's also colorblind Um so I'm so that- always like what do you think of this and he's like I like
1: it. It's mostly gray. So
0: when he goes, yeah, I told you, see, I'm like, oh, really? You think that now? You know, but (laughs) deep down he does. It's cute.
1: (laughs) That's so cool. So on that piece, what did you use for the colors? Because like the the metal was so shiny. I can
0: bring it back again real quick. So I use um, the outline and all of the plants, and every little window was um, wood burned. And then I used Copic markers, which is like an alcohol-based marker for this. Ah. Um, And I I sort of just like got it wet and then dabbled a little bit with like the greenery in the background, but like everything is uh, Copic marker. And then I went over it with like a Posca pen, like a highlighter and it brought some of the color back up without making it such of a white highlight so it kind of like bled through a little bit which was really cool like at first i was like oh no and then i was like wait a minute you know so that's a
1: cool technique yeah
0: accident right um yeah so then i use foil adhesive for the frame which is why it's like so shiny um and you know that (laughs) that was um a b word um, getting, <laughs> getting it to, um, stick to it, you have to kind of coat it really thickly. But as you can see, there's just so many little lines that I was so nervous. So I was going really light with it and then it wasn't really sticking. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm making this happen. Like it already looked crappy. So I was like, I, I have to go in full here, just
1: dive in yeah. and full then
0: yeah, and the rainbow effect happened, like oil slick looking metal, and I was so stoked. So little things like that. If you're questioning life when you're making art, keep going. That's like my biggest you're advice. You're doing to it do. right. Keep pushing. Even if you're not doing it right, you'll figure it out for yourself, and then maybe next time you'll be like, I know what to do now.
1: I got this. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah. 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 So what are you... You've got so many projects going. What are some of your favorites that you've got going on right now? Yeah,
0: um, Right now, I'm busy building for, like, summer craft fairs. Um, And I'm only signed up for one this summer. Um, And I haven't even paid the booth fee yet, so I'm not even technically signed up for it. (laughs) Um, But it's in the country. Little country folk come over and buy some cute things. So I'm doing, like, macrame pieces. I I just started um, doing these punch needle coasters. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, so um they're just like kinda goofy, but like they're fun to me. And who doesn't like, you know, a a warm little cozy rug for your drink or whatever? Um, but yeah, I've got like um really old pans I'm gonna paint like weird chickens on and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what you gotta make art geared for your audience, but also my big thing is not trying to get lost in what other people want, um, because it's really hard to like get lose yourself as an artist, right? There's all these imposter syndrome issues going on and things like that. So I just try to be in my brain, what would I want made or what would I want to have on my wall? And then I kind of just go from there.
1: You make what you want and then you know that the, there will be an audience out there who does also want that.
0: Yeah, and, and it's hard to find sometimes because with social media, it's so difficult to navigate. Because I'm a multimedia artist and I have all these different projects going on, tagging and trying to gear a specific piece toward an audience. Okay, cool. So I got a few people interested in this, but then, like I mentioned earlier, I'll post... Um, like jewelry, like earrings I made and then somebody will be like, oh, what the heck you live? That's not what I signed up for. And right. I'm like, oh, just stick around for a little bit. I'm a weirdo. You'll see. You might like it.
1: <laughs> Eclectic. I mean, there, there's other words. Yeah.
0: And I like saying um, we, like uh, I'm a painting instructor. I yeah. teach drunk people how to paint.
1: I mean, those classes are so much fun.
0: It's really fun. Um, so when I'm when I'm teaching them they're always just like I can't do this and they're frustrated and I'm like you just gotta keep trying like push through it and then uh you know they either hate it or they love it and they don't tell me they hate it but that's cool you know they walk out yeah and have, they had a good time because I made them feel comfortable but other than that um yeah
1: it's and, it's, and I it's, love those classes too because you'll do it you'll make it and you'll be like well, hers looks like, and his looks like, and mine looks like. And then you take it home and you're like, damn, that looks good on my wall. That's
0: what I'm saying. And I always tell my people, like, you've got to back up six feet and look at it from a distance because you're not looking at it like this on your wall. Like, oh, this sucks, you know? And a lot of people right off the bat, and if you're one of these people, I'm mad at you, um, they'll say, this is going in my closet. And I'm like, we don't even start yet. Like, you've gotta give yourself some more credit. Like give yourself some grace, roll with it, have a glass of wine, and if you don't do that, then literally leave your anxieties at the door. That's all I can give. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, amazing. Amazing. Um what gets you excited? Um
0: Like I said earlier, inspiration is everywhere around me or around you. So seeing something cool that somebody else made, I'm like, oh, awesome. I've got an idea now to do this in some type of other way that was originally inspired by that. So I'm always on the hunt for, like, new artists that are a little quirky, I guess I would say. Um, Instead of, you know, the traditional... I did start off as an abstract person or artist too. So I can get behind that kind of stuff. But um yeah, it's really just something that's really pretty. I get excited and I'm like, I want that. Or I see like somebody with a really cool tattoo and I'm like, I'm doing a ladybug wood burning. That's it. You know, like perfect. Like yeah. Pop in my brain when I see cool stuff. So
1: yeah. and does does having all these different mediums help you to find creativity in all of them.
0: Yeah. And, and that's the hard part is, um, finding out what I want to do it with. Like, um, I have this idea, let's say, for example, the ladybug and, um, actually I can talk about it now cause it's going on. Um, the save the bees
1: challenge. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. So cool. Um, pollinator happiness, you know, spread the word about pollinators, donate if you can, and, you know, I did the raffle. I donated a little bit, bought a sticker, felt good about it. Um, wish I could buy a t shirt, but whatever. Um, and I'm saving my money for more art supplies. <laughs> I get but, yeah. it. I get it. And I decided right away I was like, I'm going to do a different medium for each week because they're different pollinators each week. So I started off um, what did I start off doing? I forgot already, but I did Butterflies. An- butterflies yeah i did an em- embroidered moth um the miller moth that's been terrorizing colorado
1: yeah did did you see on the last episode that i released it w- it was actually with betsy and i had a miller moth fly in the m- front of my <laughs>
0: no i wish it was me i would have been like there it is
1: <laughs> it the i was talking to betsy about pollinators and a miller moth flies lands on my arm flies into my light
0: <laughs> oh my gosh they dive bomb you it's yeah, like, yeah. I was watering my plant earlier and it just like flung out at my face. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> but it's okay. Um, Perfect. Yeah, and, and, and now I just did um, a woodburn hummingbird. So that was really fun. And then um, next week I am doing a lino cut, um, which actually I have an example right here. Uh, this isn't what, what it is, but um, this is like a rubber stamp. So you uh-huh. uh, carve into it, and then it oh, just sure. prints the raised part, like whatever touches the paper.
1: So it's kind of the opposite uh, of wood burning.
0: Yeah, exactly, and and that's that messes with my brain too, honestly, because um, this is reductive, you know. Thing, um, so that's why sometimes when I make a mistake when I'm wood burning, and not all wood burners will admit to this, okay. But sometimes when I make a mistake, I pull out my little Dremel tool and I kind of do a reductive to take away the darkness because, yeah. you know, nobody wants an oversaturated and over-woodburned piece. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's hard to balance that back and forth. Like, I'll never forget. It's like muscle memory, you know, painting or woodburn. Yeah. But I'm always just like, oh, no, this would have looked good as a painting. And then I'm like, okay, I'll put it on the back burner for uh, six years from now. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, what what's some what are a couple of things you love about each of the mediums that you like hit on? And what's a couple of things that you really find challenging about them?
0: So um, because I do so many and I can't um, focus on just one, I'm still trying to find my niche, my style. You know, as we grow as people and artists, like you're always going to have that weird balance of trying to find out what your style is um which is also why i'm so eclectic and random because i'm just like what do i like this week you know and that's okay with me but um yeah so i i like making digital art because it's easily replicatable you know i can make stickers and i can make prints and things like that and then i love making woodburn art I can also take pictures of that to make stickers, right? It's not a big deal. But a lot of people are fascinated with, like, the markings on wood burning. Like, wow, you burn this with a tool in wood? Like, that's neat. So just that wow factor, like, at markets and stuff draws them in. So it's just, like, an extra cool art form that, you know, not many people can handle. But all... I think everybody would love it, you know, owning a Woodburn piece.
1: Um, yeah. But
0: with macrame, um, I, I just had a baby, like, uh, last August. so
1: Congratulations. I Congratulations.
0: Thank you. She's a monster. Um, a cute one. Yeah. It's okay. So
1: she's, what, seven months? Or no, uh, closer to ten, ten months? Ten, ten and a half, I think, yeah. yeah. And uh,
0: she's just starting to be a brat, you know. But I'm on the couch a lot with her, you know, or in her room or whatever. So I'm just walking around with my macrame pieces. I'm making like little coil coasters and whatever. I do my embroidery, hanging out with her or while I'm listening to her, waking up from her nap, I'm doing embroidery because it's a quiet craft. Right. Um, and I used yep. to do and that was like really a- harmful to my health because I You have to wear a lot of ppe with it you know gloves a whole um like respirator mask because the fumes you have to do it in a well ventilated area so when i moved to this new house in the country it didn't have that two years ago so i was like i need to pick up something else so that's when i started to do like in macrame and embroidery so i like dropped that and switched gears um which is fine with me i was getting a little um resin was expensive Let's just say that, Um, but I I still love it, and I like to finish some of my pieces with resin, Um, but, you know, you you find what you like, and you move on, and then you say goodbye and put it in your craft bucket graveyard, and that's it.
1: And maybe it comes out some other day, but today is not the day.
0: Or this year for
1: sure (laughs) this is not the right stage in life but we might be friends again later
0: exactly we might be friends later and chances are it's you know gonna yellow or dry up in the meantime but I had good intentions
1: (laughs) yeah for sure for sure um so we've talked a little bit about your your process and how you get inspired by nature but is there there more to that on how you decide what goes on which medium or which which thing you're creating
0: um yeah like certain certain things with certain styles like um like for example this crystal hand that I did the relief carving of um would look cool as a woodburn piece but I could literally stamp this on a bunch of stuff over and over and over again and, and that's appealing to me, like, a design that I know that I'll be using more of. Um, if it's, like, a woodburn piece, I'll really put thought into it, and I'll only have one of those ever. Like, I don't ever make multiples
1: of, like... You're not remaking your woodburns.
0: Right. And maybe I, I'll do another one in a similar style. Like, recently I had someone request um, this really cool art piece I did, um, and actually Sean Roderick has it because he fell in love with it. But it was... Um, a bl- it was under a microscope blades of grass or whatever it's oh just like, yes and they were like happy
1: faces but it was like
0: creepy happy faces
1: um it was super cute I remember that from yeah, one I, of the burnt wheat challenges
0: I love that so much and then someone else was like hey I really like that and I want one so I was like okay I have to I if I make this again it's going to be totally different And it'll be circular instead of just like in the, you know, smile formation. So I like to switch things up radically. Um, I don't like to do the same thing. And I think that that goes back to my commercial art issue with my painting job, where I'm, you know, expected to make these paintings that are easily replicatable, and other artists can teach them too. So it's, that's the part that's kind of like hard for me is what. So do you sells. have to come
1: up with ideas for the. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm.
0: Like my, uh, the owner, I'm an independent contractor, really. Okay. But she'll send me text the owner, and she'll say, oh, hey, can you paint something like this? I was out on a hike and this was beautiful. So then I'll make a painting like similar to what she experienced or what she wanted. Or or she'll be like, make a, there's an animal called Sorry, she doesn't talk like that. <laughs> There's an animal called a narwhal. Uh, make that into a kid's painting, and I'm like, I love narwhals. I'll definitely do that, you know. So, things like that. But but we're expected to like teach that over and over and over again, you know. So it's it's like a lot so, of repetition, and that drives me crazy. So in my art at home. Um, I try to stay away from that. Like, I won't even do like the same pattern macrame piece, and and maybe I should because I've learned how to do it. But it's like, okay, on to the next difficult knot. You know, I'm always like pushing myself to go above and beyond, and that's hard to do. But um, it's better than just being basic and repetitive for my life because I'll get bored, man. Real yeah, easy.
1: you yeah. keep yourself interested. You yeah. entertain yourself
0: totally totally yeah
1: and that's and super important
0: good job
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> cool well um we had a question here from listener bz Furfer and she wanted to know uh, how do you choose a design for the wood or do you choose wood for a design
0: um good question sometimes the wood speaks to you um and I actually have that piece here. Um, I found this piece at a craft store. And I was like, this is so goofy looking because it's like rotund, you know? And I was like, it's a perfect fat bird.
1: So oh! That,
0: I made like this cute little fat bird. It's and, so
1: darling. And,
0: and like that that might have been my original vision for it. Um, it wasn't, but it turned out, you, regardless... And it fit with the wood and I made it work. But a lot of the times, um, you have a piece in your mind and then you search for the material like, oh, this, it won't work for this because this is too small and I need to go giant or, um, the wood grain in this piece of wood sucks. So I'm moving on, you know, like yeah. um, one, I think a couple of years ago for, um, a wood burning challenge, um, that Woodburn Corner put on, you know, um, I had a piece of wood from Walnut Hollow, but it had a mushroom shape in the knot. It was like a perfect mushroom knot. And one of the prompts was something about forest or whatever. So I was like, oh, this is perfect, like foresty cutie. And then I I won on that piece and I thought it was the weirdest thing ever, but I was so happy because I was like, other people like the weird mushroom, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was glow in the dark resin. It was like a multimedia piece too, which was really neat to showcase. So
1: yeah. And you, you love those multimedia pieces.
0: I do. And I can't get away from it, but just because I'm doing it all the
1: time and I'm like, Ooh, this yeah. put
0: some, some other stuff. On, I'll even, I'm sorry. I'll even put puffy paints in my pieces now.
1: Um, I, I love that. Bringing it back to, like, the original.
0: Yeah, my mom is <laughs> horrified, you know. She's just like, don't don't talk about puffy paint. But, like, literally, if you want raised texture or you want to have some fun and, like, this would look cool with a puffy outline, like, roll with it. Yeah. Somebody, chances are somebody's going to be like, that was a cool idea, or um, that gave me an idea for something else, you know, always sparking inspiration,
1: so. Amazing. And, I mean, puffy paint how can you go wrong gosh it's the best
0: <laughs>
1: it's yes. my little
0: child soul right
1: yeah well i gotta give a quick thank you to bz furfer for sending in her question and yeah, anybody you. else who has questions you can send them in at peak-pyro.com slash guest questions and if you're not sure who's coming up soon make sure you are subscribed to the peak pyro podcast email you can find that also at peak-pyro.com.
0: I love the content you put out. It's <laughs> cool to see, and it's cool to see other people's questions come through because, you know, maybe I wouldn't have thought to show you that bird one, you know.
1: Yeah, it, I've been I've really been enjoying the questions that have come through, and I, every question, you know, I have my outline which is pretty, pretty standard for most episodes, and to have a couple other people throw out. Other questions that are on a different train of thought than I've been on, yeah. it adds so much. And you're just like, wow, okay, good idea. <laughs> that's a great question. Maybe yeah,
0: And, and now Maybe it makes the,
1: the permanent one.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. You'll switch your outline and be like, hey, maybe uh, I can ask this question.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, so Melanie, when you're wood burning, what are your primary tools? What's your burner? What's your nibs?
0: So, I like I mentioned earlier, I started off on that Versa tool. Um, and I wish I didn't give it away, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm Megan, if you're listening, either use it or give it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was such a great little tool for just like quick little burns and things like that. And it, and it works good. You know, that heat dial was like, wow, this is cool. I think a long time ago, my dad had like a soldering iron. And, uh, so he would use that and I would like play with it. And I think maybe, yeah, this like sparked a whole new idea in my brain about wood burning, but he let me like mess around with it on like an old fishing lure or something that he had. Um, but anyway, it was like a crappy little soldering iron. So when I got the Versa tool, I was like, it's got a dial. Like, that's awesome. Which is really convenient, you know, when you're not really sure of when you're starting out and you're not really sure how much
1: heat to use. Yeah. I mean, it, that's that's such a thing that you to figure out. And yeah. with ones that don't have that, then you're like, okay, touch lightly, touch quickly, touch... Totally. Slow yeah. it down for that dark burn.
0: Or you're like, ooh, that smells bad. You know, like, yeah. you're not expecting it to. Um, but now I use a razor tip SK, um, and it's just the single burner, so I have to shut it off and switch tools between... Um, but I don't mind it at all because it heats up so fast and, and I'm a, I'm a proud user of the razor tip, but I'm open to using other wood burners in the future too, if this one ever craps out on me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Switch it up just like you switch up your mediums.
0: Yeah. Um, and in regards to the, the nibs I use, I, um, I prefer like a rounded knife, um, and it's broken, don't come at me for being unsafe, anybody. I know you wouldn't, Justine. <laughs> but um, it like pops down sometimes the the grip, so it just like comes off almost, and I'm like, oop, pop that back up, and then I'm like, oh damn. <laughs> and I got a replacement like chisel, and I I I don't say I hate it, but it was so different from what I really like, you know.
1: It's just not what you were expecting it to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I never use it now. Um, it's kind of delicate, too. So I don't, and, I, and I've and i got movement. Like, I flow with it. So <sighs> so I'm always scared. Of, like, and, like, to be so precise with this new one. And I'm like, I'll just keep you safe and never use you ever. Um, tiny little <laughs> things though, I'll pull it out for But But um, I, I love the spoon. That's a cool go-to uh, for texture and shading. And um, I'm really into the ball. I've got a real, the tiniest one, and then I've got a medium one. But that's really nice for, like, writing, too, which yeah. I just, like, I'm figuring out,
1: you know. It's not easy.
0: It's not easy, and you have to be totally precise, and you have to have your heat, you know. The whole time, it's got to be just synced. Um otherwise it's gonna burn hot in one zone and, you know, light in another and that's that's the scary part, but like you can always go back over it. Like, don't worry, just, just try it. If you're nervous about script, just do it.
1: I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You burn some wood? <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are what other we've talked a little bit about the colors you use, but well we talked about what you used on that one piece are there other favorite colors that you like to use particularly on wood
0: um yeah I don't really like to use copic markers that often um that particular piece I was feeling rowdy that night because and it, it just was, spoke
1: it, to you yeah it
0: was like hurry up get this done and I think I finished it like at 10 p.m and the, that challenge that day ended at midnight you know so I really pushed my limit I was just like sweating making it happen and um, my husband woke up the next day and he's like, oh, damn. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like,
1: Look what I did.
0: Um, yeah, but I really like watercolor and um, I I won't really use acrylic on my wood burnings just because I'm scared to overtake my lines. Um, and I hate to say this, but um, <laughs> as a, a wood burner, I'm not a professional in any means. I just like to play around. But you're lying if you say, one, you don't go over your lines again after you color a piece or maybe a little bit of a pen. Don't be mad at me, but sometimes, <laughs> you know, I oversaturate with, like, the watercolor. It's, like, a really tiny line. And I'll just be like, dang it, that detail fell through. It's already burned in the wood. Yeah. But the black char is gone. So I'll just, like, do a little tick marker, like, color a little line really quick Um like for example this bird um yeah with the white you know i just went over it just like with a quick little but it's still woodburn so whatever
1: there's
0: tricks to the trade that definitely will come out and say so i'm here to just tell it to you real
1: (laughs) straight up yeah
0: right you're welcome
1: (laughs) And, and i've seen some i've seen people use little like mini like the tiniest little q-tips you can use and like run it through the lines while the paint's still wet
0: oh that's a good idea i've also seen somebody use like um a dry paint brush yes give a tip on that i'm so sorry i can't credit you um shoot oh i'm so mad about it um maybe we'll find it and you can put it in the comments later Um, yeah did watercolor and then she took a dry brush and just went right through her lines and I was like that's magic and just little things like that you learn from looking at other people you know doing things so
1: yeah and I I I did see something like that from like from Renee is that who you were thinking of? Uh, oh
0: maybe maybe yeah
1: I I think she's got a new handle she's at like Renee teaches or something
0: Oh, okay. Yes. I got to get back on. I got to investigate. That's
1: but, cool. Um, yeah. I, I definitely saw that one too. And
0: Yeah. Learning from other makers is like what it's about. So like, I admire this podcast so much because not only are you interview interviewing really cool people, right? God, I um, mean, but... present
1: company included.
0: <laughs> yes. But, like, we're all learning from each other, and, like, I feel that that's such an important part of this community is just, like, sharing what you know and helping other people along who are either just starting or stuck in a rut, you know?
1: So And, and it's I so easy that. to do, and it, this has been such an incredibly supportive community to find and to yeah. work with. And...
0: and maybe that's why I love wood burning more so much, because everyone is just so... Embracing, I would say, like welcoming, and that's yeah. really great to see.
1: Putting just, that community over competition, like we can. Yeah. All, rising tide lifts all ships. We all win when we do well.
0: That's exactly it. And there are so many snooty artists out there that will like gatekeep secrets and be like stick their nose up at you and stuff. And this community is not one of them. And I am so thankful to be a part of it. So it's really yeah.
1: Cool. A shout out community, you guys no are the community. best. <laughs> so, do you finish your pieces?
0: Yeah, um, sometimes. Well, back in the day, I a few years ago, I would use resin um, just because I was resin extra. Every it was like my puffy paint of the new era. So everything was resin. Um, but but now I stayed away from that because everything I owned was covered in resin. Like I can't have nice mm. things at all. But like they were hard and gross um so anyway yeah I um I finished with a UV resistant acrylic coating I think it's by Krylon so one coat will seal it and then a few more coats will make it a little bit more sheen shiny um and then like five coats you know that that's going hard almost like um polycrylic just slapping it on there
1: do you use a spray or a brush on
0: it's a spray and then I also use a brush for polycrylic um just like the liquid in like the yeah. can um sometimes I'll finish it with that um I don't have any pieces that I finished with that recently but um yeah they they sell pretty they sell pretty quick when I put them in a market or in a store I've got my stuff in a little side shop. Country over at like a, I'll shout out trinkets and treasures in um Greeley Colorado so um and that's just like a flea market style like makers um place where you just go and everything's like handcrafted and cool um but like people be picking up my stuff and I'm like oh you like that shiny finish okay but I like that you know I'm
1: yeah I mean there, there's place and time for both
0: I agree. And and sometimes you're like, shoot, that would have looked good in a different finish. But, you know, for next time now, or just, yeah. you made it like that on purpose. And
1: Definitely. That, that was <laughs> the original vision for sure. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And then what do you use for safety when you're, when you're burning?
0: I have a, a N95 mask um, and it's like pretty got the brand man my brain is all over the place it's um, late
1: at night yeah it's
0: late. Late. <laughs> it's kind of late um yeah i have an early bedtime with this baby man um yeah there goes my adhd what what was the question uh it's safety safety thank you yeah um actually my husband bought me a smoke extractor uh, for christmas so i use a smoke extractor for that um which has helped tremendously because normally i'm like uh, you know my eye <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, right it just sucks it and pulls it and drags it away in a far off land and it's wonderful um i feel safer with that too um mm-hmm. and i hate keeping like my a fan on because it it will mess with the the temp of my tools yeah so that that affects burning as well does your um, smoke
1: extractor do that
0: yeah it just pulls it away immediately and it evaporates you it, know, but
1: it doesn't it doesn't pull the heat too much out of your...
0: Oh, um, no, because it's it's pretty it's not too far away, but it's it's a few inches far where it's just like slowly sucking without the fan blowing it at my. Sure. Tooth. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend the smoke distractor for anybody that um is curious or weirded out about how much smoke is happening. And I've got some fire alarms where I work, or like in my desk. So. Um, yeah having having that is like peace of mind
1: right and especially with your family in the house and yourself right. you're the most important yeah. tool that you have
0: yeah I know like the baby was like in the other room with my husband one day and I was burning at the kitchen table and I'm like uh, "Is the baby okay like <laughs> of course he is but um you know just extra peace of mind and now I am back upstairs and I have like my little corner so that's that's cute and beneficial to me and me alone, really, because it's really hot up there. And, you know, he gets the kitchen table back
1: um, <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, because sometimes. I,
0: have, I have so many If projects, there's not wait. an art
1: project of some other sort on it.
0: Yeah, I'm not showing you the table now. So I say it, but, like, <laughs> do I mean it? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but that's about it. I don't use any gloves or anything for safety purposes. or um, But the mask is important for sure.
1: For sure, yeah. And then where do you source your wood?
0: Oh, um, I'm a sucker for walnut hollow wood. Um, The base wood. And birch wood is pretty, but it's hard, you know? Um, It just depends on how you're feeling, I guess. I used to burn on whatever wood I could find. Um, I have a friend who uh, found pieces of wood from like the forest and stuff that's just like rotted um and she doesn't source it crazy you know Um, it's just on the trail or whatever it's I know it's part of the ecosystem but um no bugs are hanging out in this plank okay so so that's fun but the the texture of the wood is wild so burning on like found wood is really hard and you have Mm -hmm. to get used to it maybe sand it a lot um i actually have this piece right here that i plan to make a print out of um but it was like a nursery thing i did super cute yeah and this was also for like um, a woodburn corner challenge too um but uh yeah it's just on like this wood from like michael's i think i got it and and at first I was like, why am I burning on this? But then I was like, it's actually kind of smooth and works, you know? It's not ideal, but it was really smooth. I didn't have to sand it. And and I'm all about, like, taking shortcuts when I can So,
1: Yeah. In, in all aspects of life, really. <laughs> I mean, get to where you want to be and then do that thing. Do that. It makes it
0: easier, exactly. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah well, um, speaking of do that, let's take a real quick break here. And we'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back. I'm here again with Melanie Olson from Wild Earth Artwork. Hey, hey. Hey. So with all the different art that you do and the the painting that you teach and everything else, what do you do to take, and, and being a mom, what do you do to take care of yourself and to kind of balance, and, and balance is maybe not the right word, but...
0: Yeah, balance that out <laughs> it is a balance um and I feel like um a lot of the time I'm really just trying to like reconnect myself to myself if that makes sense
1: because um, it's so easy to lose
0: yeah exactly um being you know involved with my daughter and and I'm focused on baby this right and then she goes down for a nap and i'm like ooh, okay i can get something done like i'm gonna pull out my embroidery i'm working on or whatever or do the laundry if i remember um a lot of the times i'll do the laundry and it'll sit there and then i'll have to rewash it on accidentally <laughs> on purpose you're
1: you, know? you, you are not the only mom who that yeah. happens to
0: <laughs> it's so hard man yeah it's crazy i'm like this is real life here like this is my life now it's okay Um, But yeah, I go out in nature um, as much as I can, so I'll take her on a walk, or um, I'll go hammocking with my bestie. Uh, We'll make the drive out to Fort Collins, I will, and meet her at this sneaky spot that I'm not going to disclose, because it's mine, and I
1: found (laughs) it. (laughs) And I'm not telling anyone.
0: No, it's Watson Lake, Um, but there's like a lake, and then there's a river, so I get the river noise, and also get to see the view of the lake, and... The mountains and rocks and it's just so pretty um and anyway, reconnecting myself grounding myself i'll take my shoes off and i'll just like s- stand in the rocks or put my feet in the water and just try to connect again um you have to fill your cup once it's depleted or you just h- hate life you know like um i know a lot of moms who have lost um, their passions just because they don't have time right um, but my husband and I are really good about giving each other free space. So he'll talk about, really wish I could go fishing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, go after work tomorrow. I got the baby. Like, don't worry about it. Or, like, he'll be like, are you working Sunday? And I'll be like, yeah, actually, I'm going to work, and then I'm going to go hammocking. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I'll go fishing next week. Like, we balance each other out. and, and That's really good. And we're the biggest fans. Yeah, so he doesn't want me mad. So he's like... Go thrift shopping or, you know, whatever, like go to that yard sale you've been eyeing on marketplace or whatever. Um, so he liked to he likes to push me to find myself again, which is really awesome because sometimes I don't realize that I'm in the rut and I'm just like not myself, you know. But when I'm create it pops back in and and that helps keep me grounded too. Um, just being in touch with what i love to do and kind of helping my brain take a break from the norm of the day.
1: Yeah. And and you're part. you're bringing that back to me even like for for me i grew up swimming and anytime i get in the pool it's just like oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is what i'm supposed to be. What i'm supposed yeah. to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like like your your body's rejuvenated you know and you've got it even if people don't have kids like I suggest finding something that you love to do and bring yourself back to it once in a while and if you're miserable and you know you're a little depressed step outside and just let the sun be on your face for a minute that like really helped me too um when I was struggling a little bit more with um you know after having a baby type of stuff so um,
1: yeah yeah. that's real yeah. It hit that's me real.
0: late too. It hit me like six months after. And I'm like, and, what is this?
1: Madness? And that's a completely you know? normal experience.
0: Yeah. Yep. And then I kind of like pulled myself out of it, you know? Um, and and really, I feel like she's been my muse because my art like kicked off and, and I can thank her for that. Because, but maybe it's also my ADHD brain that's like, Okay, I did this, and it's good. Okay, now I have time for what? Oh, do something for myself, make something really cool with my hands so I can stop internally dialoguing with these random voices in my head. I mean, not, you know, I don't have the voices in my head, but it's like... Yeah, yeah. Know,
1: there's the conversations, the, the dialogue that's constantly running.
0: Yeah, what do I need to do, or what what didn't I do yesterday, or what do I need to do for next week, or, you know... And some people don't have, like, that overthinking thing um I can't sleep at night so (laughs) it's it's all day long and it's just like the motor is just running and running and running and sometimes I feel like I'm on autopilot so just being able to take a break and create is kind of like what pulls me back down to earth if that makes sense
1: totally yeah yeah Yeah. well Melanie we're gonna switch gears here a little bit and play my favorite game here on peak pyrography throw it at me all right so uh you are on a deserted island as a wood burner. And on this island, you have one type of wood, one burner, one nib, and one extra item. What okay. are those things for you? Okay.
0: Um, base wood.
1: Yeah.
0: It's so easy, right? Um, and I can carve with a rock or something, so I don't think I need a pencil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would want a ball tip. Um yeah, the big ball, the big one. The big ball. Um, <laughs> we'll go my big ball, but it's a medium ball. and um, what was what was an extra bonus one?
1: Yep, something else that you you gotta have for
0: uh, um, I forgot what it's called, but it's um an eraser with like uh, texture in it
1: that like, sand eraser
0: is that what it's yeah um it's got like grit to it like sand yeah
1: paper.
0: yes i want one of those um especially if i'm chipping in with a rock i think that would help take the-
1: <laughs> get it get it smooth again and clear yeah. so, clear off some stuff yeah
0: Yeah, best of both worlds sandpaper and an eraser there we go <laughs> perfect
1: perfect yep. double that up That's yeah it. Um, and then i like to have a moment here where we talk about community and we've shouted out how amazing the Woodburn community is in general and, uh, and just how important community is, who are three accounts that you think everyone should be following? So
0: um, the accounts that are in my brain are not Woodburn, Woodburning artists. And that's
1: totally fine. It can be any kind of account, just someone who, when you open up your social media, you're like, I'm inspired. Dang, that's cool. This yeah. person is like,
0: and and like you mentioned, the community. Like, there's, it's just my feed is full of just like wood burners that are in the community that are that. I feel like um, that um Will Ferrell movie, where he's like, everybody love everybody. E L E. I forgot what <laughs> it's called, but like that's how I feel. The community of wood burning is everybody love everybody. Um, so I'm not going to shout any of those people out, but you, you guys are all awesome. You know who you are. Um, and if you're close friends with me online, I'm sorry, I'm not giving you, you know, I'm not your plug for the moment, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> my love is still there. Um, I'm going to throw out, um, Tyler Thrasher. He is like, um, a botanist artist or botany. And he does like cool things with chemistry. Um, right now I think he's doing like a moonbeam flora set which is like um it's dried florals but he manipulates it with with some type of I don't even know what his process is I don't think he shares it but anyway they glow so it's like really wild oh cool cool. yeah and he also does neat things with um bug carcasses
1: all right
0: um like cicada shells
1: happy pollinator month pollinator week
0: (laughs) That's right. Exactly. We'll just talk about all things gross bug related. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he like um, he ma- he opalizes them like with this this uh, formula that he generated, which is really awesome. So where there's like an opalized sheen to the carcasses, which is wild. And he also adds like crystals to them as well. Um, his pieces are so cool and they sell out so quick. But I did get um, prints of, and they're in my studio, but it's snakes like a snake skeleton with like um it looks like smoky quartz on it but it's just like crystallized um it's not quartz I don't believe but um it's just some you know man-made chemical or you know yeah, process sure. that he uses and it just like it's it's beautiful to me that he's bringing the earth back to the earth um and even though it's dead, he brings life back to it, which is beautiful to me, like, um, poetic in a way with
1: the carcasses. That's so cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah, he's really neat. And then um, he makes prints and stuff like that, but he's um, just mostly chemistry. You should definitely check it out, Tyler Thrasher. Um, and then Jay Riggio, I believe. I'm not sure if I pronounce his name right. But he's, like, the sculptor, and um, he does, like, dreamlike multimedia pieces so he yeah i started following him because he did resin um and it was like layered resin so it was like really cool with the imagery he did um like more surreal pieces uh it's just really neat to see the balance between like life objects he'll do like Um, a silhouette of, like, a woman's face with, like, a cigarette or something, but there'll be, like, birds coming out of her eyes or, like, butterfly hat on her or something goofy, you know, Um, but it's playful and and it's really neat to push the boundaries of realism with, you know, weird, quirky, almost like psychedelic-looking pieces, but, um, yeah, it's like sculptures. It's really neat. Uh, Jay Riggio. And then, um, My all-time favorite artist, um, this person, I don't think they have a lot of socials, um, but it's Andy Goldsworthy, and he's um, a site-specific artist, like sculptor. So he'll do like colored leaves uh, through like um, on the ground. There's like gross twigs everywhere, but then he'll, he'll go on the site and find like orange, green, red leaves and bring them in and do like a circle formation. Or oh, that's
1: really cool.
0: He'll cut them and make, like, little designs. It's all, like, geometric type of work. Um, but he does play with, like, icicles in, like, huh. the sculpture and, like, sand and just, like, really cool stuff. Um, I've seen him do weird clay and dirt, like I mentioned. Um, when you're just like, dirt can't be pretty. But, like, he makes it pretty. It's yeah. really Yeah. Um, he's been around for a really long time, but in 2005, when I was um, a senior in high school is when I, when I found him and I feel like Andy Goldsworthy really sparked that love of nature and really a passion to like pursue making pieces that are inspired by nature. So it's, it's really neat to see. You should check it out. Yeah.
1: That those are some really cool accounts and I checked him out a little bit before we recorded, but I'll definitely be checking him out some more.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Um, just switching it up a little, you know. I I encourage yeah. that. But like Andy Goldsworthy, like insp- inspiration, whatever strikes um, when he makes a piece, and I'm like, I could wood burn something cool like that. And and he doesn't do wood burning, you know. So like other mediums come into play with different people, you know. So branch out yeah. and check well, out.
1: And that reminds me of, like, uh, where, where I grew up. I grew up outside of Detroit, and we had access to Canadian TV, and there was this show called Art Attack. Oh, cool. And they just, like, made art out of all kinds of different things. And Love that. I don't know. Your description just brought me right back to Art Attack.
0: Oh, that's cool. Well, now I have to check that out. Yeah. I'm sure they have replays on
1: somewhere. I, I'm sure, you know, mid nineties TV, it's going to be, you know, high quality, but
0: the best. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Melanie, what's, what's your, one of your favorite tips or tricks that, and I, you've said a couple already tonight and we can go back to some of those if they're your go-tos, but what are some tips or tricks you think others might find value in?
0: Um, with general art, um, my, I guess my biggest tip, and, and I hate saying that, I say this to my people that I teach meaning to, um, I tell them like, I'm a I'm a fake it till you make it type of person. Like if, if you don't really know what you're doing, like keep, keep trying and something weird or cool will happen that surprises yourself. And even if you think it's crappy then in the moment, like in a few days or a month or even a year, you look back and you're like, actually, I could have been onto something with like that. So even if you think that something's not working for you, just take that step to keep pushing through, finish the process and see what happens. I always say like, if you don't trust me, that's fine. You don't know me yet, um, but trust the process. And that's just finishing it, seeing it through and making it happen. Yeah.
1: Trust the process and finish it yeah
0: <laughs> finish right. strong yep yeah. if even if you're crying it's
1: fine yeah just that's, that's fine <laughs> yeah. yeah well what what big things do you have coming up any adventures that we can follow you on
0: um i'm honestly trying to like do wood burning classes through the studio that i work for but i'm also like um cheap and don't want to buy all the tools. So, um, yeah. trying to figure out if maybe we can do like a VersaTool thing where I ship people tools and do it online, um, or even painting classes online. Um, I know like with COVID, everybody was kind of encouraging me to do that, but I was not comfortable in front of a camera like that. Um, and I wasn't ready to make that happen at the time well, you've
1: done great tonight. So,
0: yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think it's the teaching people, the uncomfortableness that I feel teaching them. Like I know. And I say like, I'm weird and awkward, but like you might, you might like it. And if you don't like it, at least you learned something. <laughs> um. So yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I- it's been so much fun chatting with you and again people can find you at wild earth artwork and with periods in between on instagram yes. and use the code peak pyro 15 for 15 percent off everything in the shop
0: yes please do and even if you don't want to buy something come tell me how cool i am or how much i suck and you think that i need to do something different and then i will buy that and do that too <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perfect. Well, thank you, (laughs) Melanie. This has been a lot of
0: fun. Thank you, Justine. I had a blast. Thanks.
1: Peak Pyrography is produced by Fetty Studios. If you like today's episode, please like and subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. You can share your comments with me on today's episode or any future episodes ideas on Instagram at peakpyropodcast or via email at peakpyrography at gmail.com. That's P-E-A-K-P-Y-R-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y at gmail.com. Until next time, keep creating. I can't wait to see what you make next.